Support for this podcast comes from Smartwater. Want to get a little more from every sip? Smartwater Alkaline doesn't just taste crisp and pure. It's loaded with everything you need to perform at your best, whether you're running marathons or boardroom meetings. Elevate how you hydrate and pick up a Smartwater Alkaline today. To learn more, visit drinksmartwater.com. Heavy is the head that wears the crown. I put in extra work that just can't be found. I took the sword out the stone, wasn't a thing. Look me in my eyes, cause I'm a king. Look me in my eyes, cause I'm a king. God made me punch in accurate numbers. My castle won't crumble. What I tackle will fumble. I've been a leader when they ain't see it, but now my feet is up. According to me, royalty didn't end with King Tut. Crown on my head, clouds is at my legs. Big says sky is the limit. I look down on the ledge. I push the bar like I'm opening the cell. Hands in my cookie jar, you won't come out with a single nail. I need all of mine. The weight of my shoulders won't fit on a scale. What's a king to a giant? Well, Goliath fell. Even if we playing chess, dog, this king can't be checked I make all my moves on the board, I invented my steps uh-huh. I'm a king, the blood of a ruler, I feel like Mansa Musa Make your squad disappear like landing by the Bermuda Triangle, look at it from my angle I'm a king, the closest thing to being one of God's angels yeah. I'm a king Heavy is the head that wears the crown I put in extra work that just can't be found I took the sword out the stone, wasn't a thing Look me in my eyes cuz I'm a king. King. Look me in my eyes cuz I'm a king. Yeah, good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening and good night. This is the Code of Conduct with the King podcast. I am your host Jay Smith the King and I am excited. Yo, I got to I got to First of all, happy new year everybody. Happy new year. I'm excited cuz um it's the first show of the year. I'm finally able to kind of let my hair down and relax a little bit. I feel like, you know, before the Bills got into playoffs, I've been on edge. <laughs> I had a reason to be nervous about a lot of things. So now we can actually relax. We can chill on some things. And I want to try something new going into the new year. Um, I want to take some time. And every month I want to highlight somebody who I think is doing a great job in Buffalo, who I think is um, passionate about the team, just like the rest of us. And I think uh, has some good content. So the first show of the new year, I'm going to be highlighting my guy, Zach. And so I'm going to bring him in in a moment. But um, I just want to go through the comments real quick, see who's all joining me tonight. We're going to have a good time. Uh, Steph says this intro gets me pumped. Yo, listen, there's this one particular line right at the end of it when he says, like, I'm a king, the closest thing to being one of God's angels. I'm a king. That's that's my that's my <laughs> that's a shout out to Huli. He's the one that did the intro for the show. Uh, hi, Jamie, my sister of the show. Uh, this is Joe Miller's sister. Shout out to, to Amy and or Jamie. And I, I hope mom is in the building at some point. Uh, let's see who we got here. Eli, my guy. Eli, second place in the in the fantasy league. Ashley Petty won. Dang. Ashley Petty got us. He got us. My man Joe Miller in the building. So the family's here. My man Brian Bowers is in the building. We got everybody here. So we're going to get going. I'm going to bring my man Zach in, and we're going to make this thing happen. Uh, Zach, what's going on, man? What's going on, man? Thank you so much for having me. I'm, I'm pumped to be here today. Nah, man, I'm, I'm first. I'm grateful that you had the time that you could take out to do this, man. And um, like I said, one of the things that I want to do for the new year is I absolutely kind of want to like start using the little bit of platform that God has blessed me to grow and like start like putting eyes on some people. And, and I think you got some good stuff. So we're going to get into that. We're going to talk a lot about it. And um, we also going to talk about this game. We're going to talk about the game that we just had and the game coming up. So before we do that, let's let's let everybody know who you are, kind of um, you know, what you what you do so that way everybody's familiar. Yeah, well, 
first of all, that intro was that had me just jam like that, put my head head banging. That was lit, man. <laughs> um, no, I'm Zach Jazero. Some of you guys might follow me on Twitter already. As you can see, I have my Twitter handle right there below where my name is. Um, I'm a writer. I'm a podcaster for. Well, I used to be a writer, but now I podcast for um, a sports website called Couch Guy Sports. Um, go check them out, CouchGuySports.com. Uh, they got a bunch of great writers, podcasters like like you and I, um, some YouTubers, some streamers. They got everything. Only bad thing is they are a Boston sports company, so you know. Who had to like surround myself, you know what I mean? Like those Patriots fans, but you know what? They're they're cool people. They're always they're not like rubbing in my face. So, but no, I'm really pumped to be here, and let's get right into it. Good stuff, man. That had to be fun during the Patriots weeks. Like, so the first game when we lost against the Patriots, and then now the game that we beat them, that had to be like a really uh, interesting, you know, back and forth between the you know everybody with the network. Yeah, it gives me like. Like, I know, don't you ever have a feeling where you wish that you feel like you're on the team and, like, you have that extra motivation to win the game? So, yeah, that, that was me going to the Patriots League because, like, okay, I – it's, like, it just hits differently like, when it's, like, Patriots, like, okay, now you know people who are – tons of people who are Patriots fans. And, like, oh, my God, I need to have these player rides. And when we lost to a guy who threw the ball like three times, it was so devastating. Man. And then, yeah, it was, it was awful. And then Josh Allen goes up there and slings around to Stefan Diggs and Isaiah McKenzie. And it was awesome. So yeah, who knows? We no, and I get you. Before. I get you. That's one of those funny things too, man. Buffalo, Buffalo fans are different like that. So I, I think, I think a lot of people can relate to you in that aspect, like, you know, feeling like, you know what? No, I'm part of the team this week, man. We got to get this done because you don't want to, especially like you work with people like that, man. So for me at work, uh, so I live in Phoenix and there's a lot of people out here who are not from Phoenix. So, you know, you get people from literally everywhere. So it seems like every single week I have people talking crap to me about like the teams that we're playing It's people like now we're playing the jets. There's so many people out here from New Jersey. I don't, I don't let them claim New York. So I, I, I keep telling yeah. them like, y'all, y'all represent a team. That's not even where you from. So, you know, I get, I get, I talk mess to them. I talk mess to all my, um, you know, there's a ton of people here from, like you said, from Boston, New England area, ton of people here from Ohio. So, you know, I, I give them a hard time with Baker. I give him a hard time with Baker, man. That's an embarrassment. How do you feel about Baker? You know what? I like Baker, and I'm I'm just not convinced that like he's this bad with quarterback. Um, obviously, you could say that. Well, he's had Odell Beckham Jr. You, he's had Jarvis Landry, all these weapons, but he played really good last year, like. Um, that's what we expected out of the first overall pick. Like, you expect these guys to have high expectations going to the to the career. And so, well, I'm curious. I'm sorry to cut you off. There. You I'm like not. Baker? You know what? I mean, I don't like support the guy. I just I only care about Josh Allen. Like, right. I don't like hate Baker like I do with some other quarterbacks in the NFL, like Brady. But like. I should say I shouldn't say I like him. I really don't care for the guy. Like I don't, I don't hate him, but I don't like like him. You know what I'm trying to say? It's like that. Yeah. No, I got you. See, me, I give him a hard time for a few reasons, and and you know everybody who listens to this show has heard this probably a thousand times at this point. But I feel like you know the hype surrounding Baker when he came out 
you know, came out of college, first overall pick. And the way he talked, the way he kind of carried himself was like he won five Super Bowls before he yeah. was ever drafted. And it's like, you know, he had his best his best season, his rookie year. And then you look just look at everything surrounding who he is as a quarterback and the team. The team is talented top to bottom. Man. Mm-hmm. And, and it just seems like I, I read a stat earlier. Actually, I don't want to misquote it. Um, let me see, because I, I sent this to my I got a group of boy, guys that uh, we are talking. So Jameis Winston has one less touchdown than Baker Mayfield this season. And Jameis Winston hasn't played football since Halloween. Like, that's an insane stat when you yeah. think about that. And I mean, and on the flip side, you could say it like um, Derek Henry. He's I think he's like still like six in the league in Russian and he's been yeah. out for weeks now. Right. So I get it. It could be good and bad on both. But but Baker, man, I just and then my man Odell Beckham Jr. got a lot of flack. And then he goes out to Los Angeles and now he's catching touchdowns. And Baker yeah. has only thrown, I think, two in the time that he's been gone. So it's- I don't know. I just give him a rough time. No, I get that. Um, like I said, that's a great point about like his being cocky. It's like you can't be cocky and then not back it up. What like his best season was last year? Is that what? Is that most likely? No, I'm gonna go with his. I'm gonna go with his rookie season. I mean, last year wasn't okay. horrible, but but I'm gonna go with rookie. Yeah, I mean, and we have our guy here in Buffalo who's slinging rockets and is having another great season after building off from last year. So I think I think we're we got lucky with um uh drafting Baker and then Darnold, the Jets said third overall and having Josh. Now see like, Sam Darnold's the one that I kind of feel like could still kind of revive his career. And I'm sure Baker could too. I'm not gonna say he he is like done. But I just I I, I think Sam Darnold depending on the situation the jets were a dump fire like I, there's nothing about the jets that made me feel confident for him and now even down there in in carolina i'm just not i'm not convinced that it's the right type of team right type of coaching staff um any of that like i'm not convinced so but we'll see we'll see but we got a couple questions man let's let's jump into some of these questions and, and this kind of leads right into something because i i was going to bring this up to you earlier uh, or later in the show, but you know, let's get going. Mafia wants to know Mafia Talk, another great podcast, another great team. I'm gonna actually try to get um try to get my guy on here too. I believe Jay. I'm gonna try to get him on here as well. But he said, I got a question for Bill's Mafia. After seeing our struggles at kick return, punt return, do we miss Andre Roberts? I understand the season he has, but would our special teams be a bit better? Are we good? Let me know. And so one of the questions I was gonna ask you was. Stevenson put the ball on the ground, ended up making it a safety. So it, it hurt us. It, it absolutely hurt us. Like when when um, McKenzie made his mistakes early on in the season, he had a couple of turnovers, but nothing where it actually put points like in the same play to put points up on the other on for the team. How do you how do you view this? Do you feel like we're good at, right now at kick and punt return heading into the playoffs? Or do you feel like, you know, you're not as confident heading into the playoffs? Um, It's a two way straight for me. Two-way street. Um, for for um, Stevenson, um, obviously he's a rookie, so that was like his rookie moment right there. Um, but with McKenzie, I would feel a lot comfortable with McKenzie back there over Stevenson, especially going to the playoffs now. Like I get why McDermott left him out there. Like you want to get his confidence back up. And uh, Spence, I'm not sure if you remember this, but they showed Stevenson on the sidelines after the the fumble. Who was the mm-hmm. first guy that came over to him? It was McKenzie. Yeah. He's a great teammate. Yeah, he's a great teammate. So, I this is not this is not a shot against Stevenson, but you're going to the time now where okay, these wins are 
more than matter. Like these are to get you to the Super Bowl and to possibly mm-hmm. win the Super Bowl. So I would say ride the high end and go with McKenzie. I wouldn't say we're good with special teams. I do miss Andre Roberts because he had like that amazing he had so many great runs when he was here in Buffalo. And I go back to that Seattle game because he set us up in great position and like two plays later we're in the end zone taking the lead already. So I'm still waiting for McKenzie to break one of those big runs because we see him every Sunday. He has the speed to do so. It's just a matter of executing it. So I wouldn't say we're good, but I would say I'm confident with McKenzie rather than Steve. So, so for me, it's touchy and I'll be honest. So like everybody, again, like I, I seem to like when I get on a take and I believe in a guy and I, I push a guy like, I I drive that thing home as much as possible. And everybody knows Andre Roberts was my guy. Like when he was with the bills, I hyped him as much as possible. You know, I made sure to to be positive about him because there were a lot of people that looked at Andre Roberts and was like, well, he's not getting touchdowns. So I don't, you know, we need a better punt kick returner. And I'm like, okay, touchdowns would be nice, but touchdowns aren't everything. Um, So first I will say, I absolutely miss Andre Roberts on this team. Like, I don't don't think that you have to have a touchdown from special teams in order for it to be successful. Anytime you have it to where um, you control the, the field position battle, I think that's a good thing. And that's what we have with Andre Roberts consistently. Uh, My man, Eli is in the comments and he said, I don't think we miss Andre Roberts. He hasn't been as good as he was when he was here. And my, my only rebuttal to that would be is that the teams that he's played on aren't as good as the teams that he was on when he was here. So it's difficult to just say he's not as good. You don't know if those guys are maintaining their lanes. You don't know if those guys, like you just don't know. We have great special teams players on this team. Mm -hmm. Uh, But as far as McKenzie and Stevenson, so I think McKenzie, I like McKenzie, but I think McKenzie is far more valuable on offense. And I was a little disappointed in the team this week because they didn't really use him the same way they used him last week. I thought that, you know, after seeing him go off for 100 plus yards, granted, we got Beasley back. We got, you know, I get it. Like we, we started to get healthy and, and it's getting healthy at the right time. But I still very much want to see McKenzie in the offense. Um I don't know. Like, so as far as feeling confident going into the playoffs, I do like, I do like Stevenson. Um, but I also understand he's a rookie and here's where it's going to sound a little hypocritical because I was very tough on, on McKenzie about this because McKenzie made some mistakes and put the ball on the ground and, um, he didn't field a kick return. Here's the thing. McKenzie's not a rookie. Mm. And I think a lot of times we're patient with quarterbacks. Like when Josh wasn't doing good his first two years, everybody's like, oh, but we see it with Josh. He's going to be that guy. And he was, and he is that guy. Mm-hmm. But I feel like, you know, Stevenson's a rookie. He, you know, you got to, you got to give him that time to develop. And I've already seen, uh, to me, I've seen things that show me that he's good at this role. Um, how do you feel about Stevenson going forward? Like, do you feel like, um, like, I know you just kind of mentioned, like, you don't know how good you are going into the playoffs but um how do you feel going forward do you think that he can develop into that guy or do you think that they're still kind of shuffling the cards after this offseason see like that's a thing um we resigned mckenzie for what like one year only and there's a free agent again is that what we did that was a one-year mm-hmm. contract okay yeah yep. so you look at your punter turners and kicker turners so it's mckenzie stevenson and sometimes they'll throw in hyatt as well so how I wouldn't mind personally bringing back Andre Roberts, maybe next season, just to give us like that, 
you know, that veteran leadership guy there. I can see why people wouldn't want him back because I don't know, people have their own reasons. But I feel like if obviously McKenzie has still some stuff to work on, what is like his first year as a kicker turn punt returner. So, I mean, we obviously saw him doing an amazing job at um, against New England as a receiver. Mm-hmm. I just wonder, okay, can you rely on this guy to be not only like a dual threat wide receiver slash running back because we know how we use him in this um, jet sweeps and all that, but can you trust him giving your team good field position? So I don't know. I'm a little bit skeptical about McKenzie, but at the same time, I do believe in him because he ha- has the speed to do so. It's just the vision and then following your blockers for me, really. Yeah, McKenzie, the speed that he has is insane. Like once yeah. he, um, regardless whether it's punt, kick return, whether it's he's a receiver and he's catching, you know, passes out the slide or wherever, however he gets the ball. When he has the ball in his hands, he's insanely quick. He's insanely yeah. fast, and he does things with it that makes you excited. But I, I think the thing for me is um, on punt return and kick return is his. He just doesn't make decisions quickly, um, and you know when it, when it comes to a split decision like that on special teams, those guys are already running at you fifteen to twenty miles an hour, yeah. and you don't have a lot of time to really make too many decisions. And I think that's that's the part on special teams that McKenzie gets me, but I feel like on offense, when he catches the ball, he knows, look, I'm going like it just, so I, I, I very much appreciate him in the offense. I do want to run it back to this one comment that Brian said, he said, I was hard on McKenzie, but he's clearly better than Stevenson, especially when it comes to vision. And I just said, you know, a little differently. Stevenson gets lit up every time and routinely, routinely runs into his own players, yeah. McKenzie for the playoffs. So I, I could see it. I could see both sides of the argument. I absolutely can. Shout out to Jessica. Hey, Jessica. Um, but I can absolutely see it. The thing is, I just don't know if I'm really comfortable with either one back there. If I'm being honest, like going into the playoffs, this is the year that I feel like, first of all, during the season, we should have performed a bit better. I don't think we should be 10 and six at this point. I think oh, we I should be close. You. Like, you know, yeah. yeah. So whatever, if we're there, but then, with that being said, I feel like the team is starting to click now, even though, and we're going to talk about the the lack of offensive explosiveness this past Sunday, but um, I do feel like the team is clicking heading into the playoffs, which is the right time to click. The best teams don't like the, the Super Bowl winning teams in history. If you look through them, it's, it's not rare that the best team during the season wins, but it's also not rare that a team gets hot late and then they take that thing on. Um, how do you feel about us right now going into the play? Not just special teams, but in general, offense, defense, and special teams, all of it. How do you feel going into the playoffs? I feel good about the offense, um, especially about the offensive line, believe it or not, because they have played much better the last two weeks. Like, we watched that Jacksonville game, and it was brutal. Like, if we saw the Bills that we know and love, the Bills won that game with Sam Dunn. But nice. same mm-hmm. thing with Pittsburgh, too. Like, yes, they have a good defensive line, but – T.J. Watt is just getting all over Allen, like pretty much on a lot of the snaps. So when it comes to the offense, I'm feeling pretty good. The defense, honestly, the running defense is my only concern with them because, obviously, um, it's no secret they, they've been getting run on a lot this season. You look at John and Taylor. You look at Derrick Henry, uh, Harris, mm-hmm. for both games. Like, they need to work on that. 
and you're going to the playoffs now, depending on where you finish, but you're probably going to see, again, Derrick Henry, Henry, Jonathan Taylor, um, Damian Harris, um, all these good running backs in the NFL now. So I feel like if they can just, if they can just tighten up that defensive, um, the run rushing defense, then I like our chances going deep for, for a deep playoff run here. Well, let's talk about this because you're you're talking about obviously we were talking about the defense and you're talking about the run game, but let's talk about the offense for a second. Mm-hmm. Uh, Devin Singletary had his best performance. I want to say, and I, and I might be saying this without really knowing because I didn't go and look this up, but I feel like this was the best performance of his career um, this past Sunday. He had over 100 yards. He had two touchdowns on the ground. He had like his his um his average per carry was was very good. So I feel like this was his best performance as a running back as a pro. What what the heck is going on? All season we've been complaining. Like no, we can't run. We can't. Everybody's averaging 2.8 yards a carry, 3.5 yards a carry. What the heck happened that now all of a sudden we have a good running game? Yeah, like even in the Patriots game, like they started getting some traction. Like they had some yeah. good runs, and then Singletary last week just just goes go crazy, and he has a twenty yard run on one play, and I think a lot of that has to do with the offensive line. Like we just we briefly touched on that too. Like they've been much better as of late. We see these videos of Spencer Brown and Deion Dawkins absolutely just training guys over like no, they're nothing. So, mm-hmm. and Singletary has that speed too to be a good running back in the NFL. Like I feel like. You have Singletary who has the speed, and you have Zach Moss who has the power. Granted, they're pretty much both the same size, but it seems like Moss has like that more like um, stockiness to him. So I don't know, and I, I get the Falcons' defensive unit isn't that good, but and I looked at the Jets, and they're like at the bottom. So I expect him to have another good game this weekend. Zach Moss too. So. Like you said, they're getting hot at the right time. And I just feel like ever since like that second half in Tampa Bay, it's been boom, boom, boom for this team. So they obviously they gotta get me they gotta get one more win. That's the most important win to clinch the division. Um and you know for a fact the Jets aren't gonna go down without a fight. So I do expect um Singletary to have another good game on Sunday. Well, let me ask you this, because I just saw two comments in there, one from Steph and one from Mafia Talk. Uh, we were talking, they, they're basically asking, like, well, is it is it Rick Bates or Ryan? But, you know, we all, his name is Ryan, but he goes by Rick. Uh, is it is it Rick? Um, once once he got inserted into the offensive line, it seems like things kind of started to click. Yeah. Do, you, do you feel like that's the reason why Singletary is, is performing better? Or do you feel, you know, like I, I, it's really one of those things to me where it's like, I don't know what's going on. Because really, like you said, if you go back to, um, three weeks ago, before Bates got on the field, Singletary started to pick it up, and he looked better. It wasn't yeah. it wasn't this past Sunday, but he looked better. And now with Bates, and he did what he does. Um, so I don't know. I think I think Bates absolutely should be starting. I know. Um, one of the questions mentioned, like he said, do we put Mongo back in? I'm not on the side of throwing Mongo back in. What we've seen from Mongo this season has not been the Mongo that everybody was excited to to extend. Um, where do you feel as far as that offensive line? Do you feel like it should be Bates? Do you feel like it should be Mongo? I mean, keep the keep the hot hand rolling with Bates. Why not? Like, yeah. this isn't a shot at Mongo. I, it could be because he, he's been having COVID too. And I know, like, we saw Dion who got COVID and it, he did not look like the same guy we saw like the last two years here. So 
COVID could have something to do with it. I'm not saying that's the main reason why, but yeah, why not go with Bates? He's clear, they're clearly doing a lot better with him at the guard or at the on the offensive line there. So I just had to ride that high hand, and you're facing a team who, with all the respect to C.J. Mosley, who really doesn't have that good pass rushers. You know what I mean? So. Like I said, I do expect Singletary to have a good game on Sunday. And, yeah, let's keep Bates in. Let's keep it going and gain some momentum going into the postseason. I'm with you on that. And I think the team I think the team likes to ride the hot hand. And I'm not, not even just in the offensive line. I think same thing. If, if Zach Moss would have popped first, I think Zach Moss would have been getting the ball. With Singletary doing well, I think he's getting the ball. Um, but I would like to see them – be consistent with that with the wide receiver. I still I still think Isaiah McKenzie needs some more um, targets. I, I think even if it's not necessarily targets, get him in the backfield where we're doing some misdirections or do some of that jet sweep stuff that we've done in the past and just get him get him involved a little bit differently. Got a good question here from Jessica. She she wants to know thoughts on if New England may prefer to lose this game. <clears throat> she thinks New England will prefer the Bengals in the first round of the playoffs instead of the Bills. Now. Every NFL player, regardless of, you know, what their record is, I think they'll tell you they don't want to lose. But I do think that there is something to talk about when you're talking about if they would prefer the Bengals or the Bills in round one of the playoffs. What are your thoughts on that? How, like, because um, we're, you know, this is where we are now. We're heading into the playoffs and there's a couple routes to get to the Super Bowl. How do you feel? Week one of the playoffs, Patriots? Or do you think that the Patriots will try to get away from us and be like, nah, we want to go see Joe Burrow out there? I mean, with the way Joe Burrow's been playing, I don't think the Patriots want to see him. I mean, he's yeah. been spectacular the last two weeks. Boy, he's like 900 yards, passing yards at least, in two games already. Man, like, he's been a beast. It's, and then him and Jamar Chase, I don't – I would love to see, though, Jamar Chase go up against J.C. Jackson because I think that would be a great matchup to see. But I don't know. I'm No matter who the Patriots face, it's going to be a challenge. Um, it's no secret, like – you know, Cincinnati has been like they've been the playoff team all season, but they've also been like up and down. Like some weeks they look really good, some weeks they look really bad. Just like the Bills too. It's just such a weird season because they have almost like in the city and like they were a terrible start of the season and now we're they're back to being the Chiefs that we know and love. And right. somehow right. but, yeah, now that, and somehow the Titans are still one without Derrick Henry. Like it's no matter who the Patriots face this Sunday. The Bills, or uh, next next week, my bad. The Bills, the Titans, the Bengals. Assuming the Bills win a division. Um, it ain't going to be easy for them. And yeah. especially... And, okay. No, no, no I was going to say, especially with a rookie quarterback, I'm not sure if Mac can handle the pressure of a playoff game. And that's not a shotgun, shot at Mac, like I said. But because he's, he's won games in Alabama, so he knows what he's doing. The NFL and college football are two different things, especially in the postseason. So, I don't know. It's it's a good it's a great question because I honestly don't know if they would prefer to face the Bills or the Bengals because the Bills just made it look easy on offense when they face them, and Joe Burrow is playing some of his best football right now. So, I feel like that's up for debate a little bit more. Well, I, kn- I know the Patriots just won. They put up a 50 burger um, this past Sunday and it, and it looked very dominating. But is it is it me? And it could be me. And I, I don't mean to come across as disrespectful to the New England Patriot fan base or even to the team. Um, but I really feel like 
their their team their I feel like their record is inflated. I don't feel like and no pun intended with like deflate gate and all that stuff, but I feel like they they're not as good as their record shows. And I know a lot of people around the league might say the same thing about us because we lost games we shouldn't have lost yeah. and you know, but I just I really feel like when you have a quarterback like Josh Allen, it doesn't matter who you're playing, you have a chance to win the game. You got a defense yeah. like the one that we have, it doesn't matter who you're playing, you got a chance to win the game. With Mac Jones, I'm not scared of Mac Jones. Like I don't think even if the even if the weather like this last game, the weather was fine. I don't believe that he can put the team on his back and just come out and win the game. He needs a run game. He needs a good defense. We saw last season where we didn't have the best defense in the league and Josh Allen was able just as much as possible. It didn't matter. He was out there he was out there putting up 45 points one week, 35 the next, 27, 36. Like every week he was just out there just dropping them. Yeah. And I just don't, and I get it. Mac is a rookie. I'm not saying that he can't develop to be that good, but first year playoffs, I'm just not with it. I'm just not with it. I really think that, like you said, I think Burrow, I think whether it's Herbert, whether it's Josh, whether regardless of who it is, the AFC has some quarterbacks that he's going to have to yeah. go through and it's going to be tough. So I don't know. That's where I'm at with it, man. Yeah, I mean, you look at the last two games for Jacksonville, uh, the Colts game and the Bills game. Like that was the first time we saw Matt Jones playing like a rookie quarterback, and especially with how intense the playoffs are, like it's the next level up from that. So, I mean, I'm not sure. We'll see what happens. Obviously, though, but yeah, the Patriots—they're an interesting team. So we'll see what happens. My man Eli says that his path to the Super Bowl that he wants is Patriots, Chiefs, and then Titans. Let's let's uh kind of let's talk about that for a second. Are you afraid of any team going into the playoffs? I know like last season it was like the Chiefs, the Chiefs, the Chiefs. Um this season we got beat up by the Titans when Derrick Henry was there. Now it was we could have won. So I don't want to say we got beat up like we got completely outplayed. But they play a physical brand of football that I'm not sure the Bills can consistently beat. We haven't we haven't done it so far. Jonathan Taylor punched us in the mouth. Um, Derrick Henry punched us in the mouth. Like when when there's a, a hard nose running back, we kind of just we we can't yeah. we can't take it. Is there a team coming up in the playoffs that you would be like, nah, I think I think I want them to face somebody else to hopefully lose? <laughs> yeah. Um, I have a couple of teams. So the Colts are the first team. And that's my only concern is Jonathan Taylor. <laughs> like, I don't Carson Wentz does not scare me. I'm just gonna say it right now, he does not scare me. I don't think he's a great quarterback. He's an average quarterback, I would say. But as soon as I say that, I might just tricks myself, and he's probably gonna put like 400 yards in if we face him <laughs> in the playoffs. But if you can just find a way to contain Jonathan Taylor, I don't care what it takes. Like you know, don't have so much pressure. Like you know, you know what I'm trying to say, like. Have a guy sit back and in case that he finds a hole and he's going to be taken off. Like we saw him do that against New England a couple of times. And I see the comment right, right now from Richard here about Tennessee. Like they're another team, you know, especially with Derrick Henry. Um, keep in mind, we were one Josh Allen slip away from possibly going to overtime or even, even winning that game against Tennessee in week yeah. five, I think it was, or week six, one of those two weeks. So, it just proved that, like, no matter who they play, I think they can hang in with them. Like, we beat Patrick Mahomes in his plays this year. We we were so close to beating um, the Titans. 
who else? The Patriots, we had no problem going up in their place. Like, there's just the teams that, you know what? I mean, we have a chance. No matter who we play, we have a chance because you touched on it. Like, they have the offense. They have the defense. If they can just find a way to tighten some, tighten some things up, I feel good. So, yeah, I would definitely say Tennessee and or Indy. Like, one of those two teams, I'm really confident about everyone else. I know the Chiefs defense has been playing great as of late, but – if we get Bills and Chiefs, I really expect a shootout between Mahomes and Allen. So that's my take on it. Yeah, I'm with you. And I'm, I'm actually with Steph here, too. Steph Steph brings up a good point. So this is how I feel. And, and a lot of times I don't speak on it because it, it comes across as cocky, especially as a content creator. When, um, you know, on this platform, you know, a lot of people from other teams will come to these shows and they're looking for how the fan base feels about uh, the upcoming game. So I, I try to be careful and not. Uh, say things that would make the fan base look like we're we're being cocky or we're being overly confident. But the thing is, this is really how I feel. I'm more worried about our inconsistency than any team. I feel like we can beat all of them. I'm with you, Steph. Thank you for the comment. Steph, Steph is on point with this because I feel like um, we saw games where we absolutely did a very good job with a run defense. Early on in the year, we had a couple games back-to-back where we're like, oh, this run defense is for real. Uh, then you see times where Josh comes out on offense and, and he throws for 350, three touchdowns, runs for a touchdown, no turnovers. And then you see a game like this past Sunday. You know what I mean? Like you see a game like this past Sunday where Josh, and I get it, two of them were tips, still bad decisions, but you get three interceptions. Um, you know, you, you get a, a muff punt that turns into a safety. And then you get, you know, so it's like, I, I try not to, be, I'm not going to be arrogant and cocky because of that. Like it's, it's the way we shoot ourselves in the foot, the way we beat ourselves up. Before you comment on that, I do want to take a quick second to shout out uh, justincasebags.net. If, if you haven't been over there this, this year, please head over to justincasebags.net. They got some really, really good stuff. We got something for the ladies. We got something for the fellas. They got shirts. They got just in case bags. Now the bags are jiggy because the bags have everything that you need for any type of link, whether you leave in the gym and you don't have enough time to go home and really, really do it and freshen up like you want, whether you're getting off from work and you're meeting up for a dinner or whether it's right after the Bills game and you don't have time to get all the way back at home and, and to make things happen, just in case bags have everything you need to freshen up so you can get get it pop and do what you got to do. And also, I do want to make a, a quick announcement. Next Tuesday, join me the same place at the same time. I got a big show, big guests lined up. I got my man, Booby Dixon, former Buffalo Bills running back, one of the fan favorites. And then we got a current, first of all, fullbacks matter. Can I say that? We got my man, Reggie Gilliam, joining us as well. It's going to be the past meets the present. It's going down. It's going to be a great episode. So, but yeah, let, let's talk about that inconsistency for a moment. Like, um, do you do you feel the same? Like, you feel like, well, yeah, we can beat anybody. I'm the, you know, I don't know. Like, sometimes that's how I feel. It's just like, we can beat anybody. But can we beat ourselves, which is what we tend to do. First of all, I'm extremely jealous that you had those two guys on your show next week. That's amazing. Congrats to you. Thanks, That's man. Awesome. Thank you Thanks, man. Um, but, yeah, no, I'm with you. Like, we see this team week in, week out. Like, last year, I, t- I came on talking about this. Like, going back to last year, like, after that brutal loss to Arizona, I know you were at that game because you lived in Arizona. Mm-hmm. Like, they were just – like, you had every – all the feeling in the world that they were going to win the game, no matter who they played, like no matter who the quarterback was or whatever, they can beat them. And then this year is like, okay, what's going to happen this time now? What's going to happen this week? Like we see the bills 
like one week we played the Jaguars, we looked absolutely terrible, except for the defense because they did everything we could to keep us in that game. And then you go into the next week and it's the Jets, and it's like, okay, the Bills are back. And then it's just like these weird, like, this season has literally been a roller coaster. And I know that's a cliche for sports, but it literally has. Like, they lose to the Steelers. They win, like, three or four straight. They lose another heartbreaking loss for the bye week. And then it's just, like, up, down, up, down, all, all week, every season. And now, and then that first half to the Bucks game was just awful. Like, that first half on defense remind or on offense, too, remind me of the AFC Championship game last year. Like, they just couldn't get anything going, and they couldn't stop anyone. And then, unfortunately, you know, the flags and everything else that went wrong in that game caused them. It was too little too late. So, yeah, I definitely agree with you. The This team is really inconsistent, and it could be a bad thing. It could be a good thing. I don't know. So, but you can't be inconsistent in playoffs. That's that's the time not to be inconsistent. So, yeah, they are going to have the right time. And even with Josh playing not his best football last week, thank God for his legs because Josh, Josh, and his legs won us that game. You know, like it's usually his arm, but yeah, like you said, like he had two interceptions over tip, but it was still bad decision making on him. So, thank God we have a dual threat quarterback, or else who knows what will be going will be happening right now let me ask you this man let's let's take a, a break from like the game and, and the playoffs and stuff like that let me get to know you a little bit Who who's your favorite player either well both let's do both who's your favorite player currently on the team and then who's your favorite player of all time so josh allen my favorite player right now give him a welcome to allen go Townsend. get it go get, it go get it yeah um i have a um little love for jordan player as well um i okay. know we'll talk about him a little bit but you know, he's just a he just seems like a down to earth guy and he's a playmaker. Like I love his passion. I love him when he gave it back to Matt Ryan after that amazing um taunting penalty that wasn't a touchdown and then he screwed himself over. So yeah, see? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Player for all pro rewrite. Do me a favor, everybody. If y'all get a chance, head over to that Buff on WEC website and go ahead and grab this because we we gotta and, and it's not even just like to sell shirts. I'm I'm serious. We gotta we gotta put on for my guy Poyer. He's been snubbed from the the Pro Bowl. He's been it. snubbed from all types of stuff. We we gotta make sure. And and I've been seeing like these charts that just show performance based numbers and and all these things. He is by far ahead of the rest of the league when it comes to to safety play. Sorry for cutting you off there. I just had to throw that out there. But go ahead and finish. So. So your no, favorite, I, so Josh and Jordan. I agree with you. I love Jordan. He's awesome. Um, you know, I grew up during the Bills drought, like with the Trent Edwards, the J.P. Lossmans, the um, C.J. Spiller. Mm-hmm. But I love Stevie Johnson. I yeah, love this. I love his swagger. He was just, yeah, he was a great receiver. Um, I'm trying to think. Like, there's so many players that. I, that have come into the Bills door like every single season for like the last how many years, twenty years or whatever. But just something about Stevie, I loved. I loved the way he played the game. Um, I'm trying to think, I do he had fun out there. He had yeah, fun. He, and it was, and he had fun at a time where, um, like you said, it was the drought. So it was at a time where it really wasn't that much fun because it wasn't a ton of winning. But he he played like. You know, he he put it all out there every single week. I love Stevie, man. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to reach out to Stevie, get Stevie on here and kick it with him one time. Stevie's yeah. the guy. Stevie's that awesome. guy. Um 
This might not be a popular choice because of the player, but as a person, I love DJ Manuel. Like, I know he didn't work out for us, but he just sounded like 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 poor. Like he seemed like a down earth guy. And I love how excited he went again when he drew people off sides for the hard count. Like that was yeah. that was awesome to see. And um one more guy too is I love Shady McCoy. Um, yeah. That was that was like the most amazing trade I've ever seen. Like we just like robbed Chipka like nothing. So I give some love to Shady because he was great for us as well. Chip basically gave him away. Like he, yeah, you know, like true. the fact that he it was that was that was insane. Um, but EJ, I think so. I think the thing, at least the vibe that I get around the fan base is that people loved EJ. They just didn't like his performance. And yeah. um for me, the performance. I blame that on the coaching staff at the time. I, I do a hundred percent. I think that, I think that EJ started off in a very, very good way. I think that he was growing to be um, like, he he was going to be legit, but I think that knee injury kind of messed with his mind and Doug Marone, he, he was playing yo-yo with his, with him, like putting him in, taking him out, putting him in, taking, and then, you know, I get it. Everybody loves Uncle Rico. You know, we we got our guy here with the stash and he came in, he was throwing touchdowns to Sammy. I get it. But um, I think that confidence took or it took away from the confidence of EJ. And I, I just don't think he ever recovered. And Jessica mentions that he's a good contributor for the ACC network and he does a great job with the ACC network. If you get a chance to check him out, he he loves obviously he, he covers his squads, um, you know, FSU and, and he loves he loves FSU. So obviously um, shout out to EJ Manuel. Shout out to all those guys you just mentioned, Stevie and and all of them. We got to We got to try to get um, them on. I have another one, too. Robert Woods. Mm-hmm. I was a huge fan of his. I was uh, really- I I was so sad when he got when he went to the Rams, but you know what? I'm so happy for him because, again, another down to earth guy who seemed like, you know, he was a good fit here. There's so last many week, guys I can name, but I well, I, I was said, just saying last week that that if there was a receiver that I miss, like, and there's a lot of receivers that have come through here that's been good, or I, I man, I miss I miss him, like yeah. I really miss him. He was that guy that. I don't want to call him a possession receiver because he's so much more than a possession receiver, but he made things happen. If, if, if it was third and whatever, he's getting you that first down. If yeah. it, he's not dropping it, he's not the guy is solid. The guy is solid. Absolutely. Oh, I got to get some love to Freddie too. I can't believe I missed Fred Jackson. I can't believe it. I feel like, I feel like you just like everybody. You the, the, the bills do. are your team. Yeah. I got you. I love everyone. You know what? <laughs> yeah, no, that's what's up, man. If you don't know me, I'm a huge sports guy and, I always root for um, whoever comes to me. And I can't believe I'm saying this, but – and I'm ready to get attacked. I didn't want Josh Allen at first. I was so upset when we drafted him. And you know what? Thank you, Jesus, because I was wrong. So yeah. I never – I say the so same happy. thing. Yeah. I never I, I, so I was upset. I wanted – and I, I've said this a couple times now on the show. I wanted um, Lamar Jackson. and mm-hmm. But I had, I had reasons for – it wasn't just like, you know – it wasn't just because he was Lamar and he won the uh, Heisman. The thing was with us having the team that we had the year prior and the quarterback that we had the year prior, um, we had a mobile type situation and it wasn't, it wasn't um, the best passing offense, but obviously I got to show my guy some love. I got to shout out to my man, Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod um, is one of the, the best leaders that we've had on this roster uh, or in this team 
throughout the drought. He's the guy that broke the drought. I don't care what y'all say. It had like if if Tyrod didn't lead us to nine games, it wouldn't have mattered. If Cincinnati beat yeah. the Ravens, none of that would have mattered. So whatever. But the point that I'm making is after having Tyrod Taylor lead the offense, I wanted to basically a plug and play younger guy who was a little bit more explosive. And I thought it could go. So I thought Lamar Jackson was going to be that dude. And he was. I still feel like if we would have took Lamar Jackson, I would have been completely happy. Like the guy already won an MVP. Shout out to Off The Record Podcast. They love Lamar Jackson out there. My guy, uh, all of them out there, actually, they live in that area. So that's their squad. But and, and sorry, Jessica, I disagree with you here. The Buffalo Bills won nine games that year. We can't give credit to another team for ending the drought. It doesn't. We won nine games. Yeah. Uh, but okay. I would say if, if we don't win that game, we're not going to playoffs. Yeah, it doesn't matter what Andy Dalton did or didn't do. Yeah. We had to win nine games. So the Buffalo Bills broke the drought, and the quarterback was Tyrod Taylor. And I ain't like I ain't even here in no other way. But Lamar, again, like the reason why I wanted Lamar is because, like I said, it was like coming right after the Tyrod thing. Then you look at um, the way the offense was. I'm like, that's exactly what I want. I want to just keep going. But I was wrong. Like you, I'm I'm happy to be wrong. I'm happy that we got Josh Allen. Um, and I'm I'm even happy that that they stuck with him throughout his couple years oh, of yeah. struggle. Cause you know, like the first year was rough. And oh, if we're yeah. honest about a lot of times, Bill's fans don't want to be honest about Josh's play that first year. It was rough to watch. He had flashes and moments where it's like, yo, this dude's dope. But he had a lot of moments where it was like, he threw that. <laughs> yeah. He really threw that. So, but, but now we got a guy who last year was the, the runner up for MVP this year. He's in the conversation. I don't think he's going to be top two, but he's in the conversation. And, Look, we, we got this for the foreseeable future. We have a stud at quarterback. Yeah. So so I'm I'm very happy I was wrong about that. Very oh, happy I was me wrong too, about man. that. I agree with yeah. you. So shout out to Don. I love Don. She's such a sweetheart. Uh look, before we before we got about 15 minutes here. So um I do want to A give you the opportunity to let's talk about your podcast a little bit. Let's talk about the content that you create. Um now, is it strictly bills? Do you cover the Sabres as well? Or, you know, how, what, is, what is the content that you create? How do you, how do you do it? So it's called the BFL Sports Podcast. It's, again, it's on I do episodes every week. I actually just got done doing it yesterday. So I'm all set with that. Um, it's about the bills. It's about the Sabres. It's about the bandits too. I got to give the bandits some love. It's pretty much an all Buffalo sports podcast. So go, yeah. Um, now with the playoffs now, it's it's pretty much – it's like 70% Bills, 25% Sabres, and a little bit about the Bands as well. But with the Bills season almost coming to an end, no matter what happens between now and February, it's going to be, okay, Sabres then, probably a little bit about the Bands, and then the Bills will be back. And I'm trying to do a thing where like, yeah, once the see season ends and I do like a recap and all that, I want to like take a deeper dive into a player's season. So like take a deeper dive into Allen's season, like how much, like what we saw from the year before and how can he like improve next year? Like Stefan days, just like these random players, just like, you know, give some content up and it's something different because I've never done it, done that for. Um, I actually wrote an article about, and I, to this day, I think it's my best article I've ever written. Um, it was just about why you should become a Bills fan. Like, they have the QB. They have the receiver. They have the coach. They have the, all, everything else. It's just, you know, 
I'm passionate about my team. And let me ask you this. Let me ask you yeah. this. Dome or no dome for you? Oh God, you're gonna bring me into this one. Spot. I'm God, putting God. you on the spot. I'm putting you on the spot, bro. That's a tough one. Oh man, I'm gonna say no. It's it's like a two way street for me when it comes to the dome and no dome debate. Okay. Um, if you want like that home field advantage, with there it is right here. Have it the outdoor stadium, but we saw what happened in that Patriots game. Like it was brutal. That was a great day to have a dome. So I don't know. I feel like if you have a dome, you're gonna have like that louder crowd noise because it's like it's like trapped into the stadium. Like we see like these loud stadiums like New Orleans. Like it gets loud down there. And but you know what? Like I had a debate with this the other day. Like I'm fine with whatever. Just give me a stadium. Um, I love going to Ralph. I see. Yes, I know, but I don't know. It's it's a tough answer because you talk about home field advantage, and especially like if you play these teams like Miami in the playoffs, like you're coming down to frigid buff. You're coming up. I I suck at geography. You're coming to frigid Buffalo from Sunshine, and you know what I mean. So I don't know. It's it depends. I feel like, but I. How about like a retractable roof? Like it opens and then closes if it's like terrible weather because we saw like the rain. Like, yes, we dominated Houston in the rain, but you look at the Colts game, it was terrible. Like, yeah. So that's that's why it's just a tough answer for me. Like, you know, it's just like a two way street for me. But what about you? What do you think? Well, first, shout out to Triggs. He said, better let Josh Allen run more if you don't want a dome. My yeah. thing, I, I'm very vocal about um, being on the side of a dome. So I live in I live in Phoenix now. Obviously, I go to the, to Glendale where um, the, the Cardinals play. I got season tickets. They're in a dome. I lived in Indianapolis for about six years. They have a dome. They Look, you can have a retractable roof. If the weather's nice outside, open it up. Be outside. Yeah. But but the thing is, when people say it, it's a it's an advantage for the home team, we just face the Patriots in Buffalo and we couldn't score more than 10 points because we couldn't throw it. A dome would give us an event. And I'm agreeing with Jessica here. A dome would give us an advantage over all other AFC East teams. Um, like, so what happens if we face the Patriots in the playoffs and, or what happens if we face Jonathan Taylor in the Colts the first week of the playoffs? Yeah. And it's that type of snow in Buffalo or that wind and, and sleet and all that stuff. And Jonathan Taylor can do what he does, but it, turns back into a normal day at the office for Devin Singletary and he can't run the ball and Josh can't throw it and we can't see it. So that's a home field advantage, but we don't have a better running game. So I guess I understand why people will be on the fence. I'm sorry for cutting you off on all of that. Anyway, we were asking you about your, about your content and you were talking about your greatest article and, and why you should be a bills fan. That's what made me ask about the dome. Cause bills fans seem to be split really down the middle about this, which is insane to me that, that like fans would really want to sit outside in this, like, I like, say something else too. like dude, dude. that Colts game in 2017, and it was like it was crazy. Like, the only thing I like about Hamlet the snow is just like the scenic view of the stadium. Like, the snow is coming down, they're playing football, but you have guys like Shane McCoy who are running through it like nothing. So, it's just like, oh, whoa, no, he didn't run through it like nothing. He had that touchdown play at the end, but. All the players, if you go back, really, when we get off of this, bro, I'm going to give you some homework. We're going to talk tomorrow. I'm going to hit you up, and I'm going to ask you if you watched it. Go and watch the interviews after the game from – and that was the December 
tenth game a couple years back, and I remember because it's well, I remember because it's my grandmother's birthday, and I went to the game and then left there and went to to her dinner, and I was at that game. I promise you, you go back and watch what Lorenzo Alexander said. Go back and watch what Jerry Hughes said. They did not enjoy playing in that game. LaShawn McCoy hated playing in that game. It's not an advantage, bro. Like these players, and, and then we got to think about this too. Yeah, they live in Buffalo during the season because this is where they're employed. These guys don't live in Buffalo all year round, man. Like they enjoy yeah. Miami, LA. Like they, they enjoy this nice weather. They got money. They gone. They gone. Yeah. Get 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 a dog on dome. Let these dudes. <laughs> get these dudes comfortable could you imagine like we see yeah okay you're right josh allen can throw in in windy conditions could you imagine if he didn't have to like the numbers that this kid would put up i'm sorry he's not a kid could you imagine the numbers that this guy would put up if he was like just he didn't have to worry about the conditions and you talk about tyler bass could you imagine the record he would break like come on man like he's kicking from 75 yards if he's in a dome I would love to have a dome like the Cowboys do, like that nice little view of the sunshine or like the outdoor. Like that's just so cool. Chargers one that retractable. Cool. Chargers is very nice, very nice. I think, um, obviously, the best, the newest, best one right now is the one out there in Vegas. But, but for me, either way, like I don't care if it's the one, the one in Glendale is not even like one of those. Uh, it, it doesn't have all the bells and whistles. Yeah. But it it's it, it serves its purpose. It has a retractable dome. It looks great on Monday Night Football when they have a, a you know they have a primetime game. It looks great. Just do it, man. Triggs has another one. And he's he's gonna get me in trouble. He says his black mix men are not built for the snow. And I'm gonna just tell you, damn it, he's right. I moved for a reason, man. I can't take the cold. I can't do it. <laughs> can't do it. Shout out to Triggs. <laughs> But yo, uh, like I said, we got a couple more minutes. So before we get out of here, uh, finish first. Finish about um, your greatest article, and I, again, I apologize for cutting well, you off there. I just had to throw that question in there. No, you're good. No, it was just like, why should be a Bills fan? And then like, I put a lot of like heart into like the season last year because, as as many people know, like I didn't grow up like during the '90s with Kelly and Reed and Thurman. Like I wasn't even alive for those. My only playoff experience before 2017 was the Tennessee game and it was not it was a four pass by the way I just want to put that out there but like and I was two years old I didn't watch football and then when I started watching football I had like Drew Bledsoe uh yeah. JP Lossman Trent Edwards like all these bad teams like it was terrible and I actually said this on my podcast the other day like I'll never get tired of hearing Buffalo and playoffs in the same sentence together because Growing up, I only had Sabres, and they only were in the playoffs like four times. And with the Bills being in the playoffs for the uh, fourth time in five seasons, like, I don't take that for granted. I enjoy it because I didn't grow up with, like, what older Bills fans experience. You know what I mean? So, and I know, like, before the 90s, the Bills were bad, too. It's just this just this time it took longer to finally get it going. But you know, that's that's funny, man. Like, I, I think that's part of the reason why I personally dislike Patriots fans or or Boston, New England area fans in general. I feel like they got they got lucky and they got um spoiled with the fact that they had a great quarterback, a great team. And when that happens, they don't understand that you should appreciate every year, every yeah. win, every playoff victory. So like and now I'm, I'm kind of nervous. I'm, I'm nervous for Buffalo because now we're going to have a generation growing up with Josh Allen who won't understand the droughts 
yeah. they won't know how to appreciate what we have and they're just going to expect. And this is why we have people, and I'm not going to get into it, but this is why we got people who want to cut players like Tremaine Edmonds, who has made the Pro Bowl every damn year that he's been a, a pro. Or we're going to, we got fans at the early part of the season wanting to cut Deion Dawkins, who really only wasn't playing well because he was recovering from COVID. Now he's like looking like Dion. But yeah. okay, anyway, anyway, just had to get that out. <laughs> You're good. No, um, I agree with you. Like, use and that's one thing like people don't understand what buffalo sports fans have gone through even before i was born like the four i hate saying it the four straight super bowl losses especially that first one against the giants the bills have won that game and if it wasn't for a stupid kick that went outside two inches the bills would be super bowl champions at least once at least once and if they would have won that super bowl and then lost the other three that would have been fine you still won a super bowl and now you look at it now, and I remember, like, the Four Falls of Buffalo, which was a great documentary. Like, they're talking about, like, how they were being laughed at back then. But now, like, as you grow older, you understand, like, how hard it is to go back and repeat four straight times. So, you know. It's an it's, impossible thing. It's impossible. Yeah. it's. I know the Patriots did, like, three years in a row. But still, like, it's not easy. Like, the grind of I don't play football, but. Just like the grind of the NFL season, pressing every single day, and then the playoffs are when you're all like beat up and bruised. Like it's not an easy thing to do, and that's why like I I take pride out from Buffalo. I don't care how bad my sports teams are. I take pride in being a Buffalo sports fan because like like we said with Jordan Poyer, they're not getting talked about enough. Like here and there, we talk about, but the Bills themselves. Now that they're a powerhouse team and a Super Bowl contender, that's just – it's awesome to hear because especially with how I grew up, I never heard that. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I'm with you, man. I'm with you because um, I I just think for me is – because I agree. I don't know exactly how old you are, but I was was around when they went to the four Super Bowls and lost, but I grew up. After that, like, I, you know, I, life was happening and that's when yeah. I fell in love with football because I was a kid like I was born in 86. So, I, I you know, I, that's another thing. I'm not going to get into it. But Bills fans my age be acting like, man, I was a Bills fan since 1995. Dude, you weren't like you, yeah. you were a kid and your dad loved it. So you was just like we didn't really understand the gravity of a lot of those games. Like I remember at that time I was more excited as a kid. The first Super Bowl, I remember they said if the Bills win. There's no school on Monday. That's what I was excited about at the because I was a kid. I didn't care. Yeah. Looking back at those times, they were wonderful. They were great. I, I started to kind of understand it around like the third one, you know. So I'm just saying, like, we got to be honest about stuff. I, I became a fan like you with the drought teams. Doug Flutie was my first favorite quarterback for a Buffalo Bills team. He was my first favorite. Just being just being honest about yeah. that. Some folk can't be honest about that type of stuff. Um, but hey, we got to get on out of here. Let everybody know again where they can find your content. Let everybody know about your your team again. Tell us who to follow. Tell us who to see and what you got coming up. So as you can see right here on the screen, you can follow me on Twitter at ZachJ13 underscore. Um, all my podcasts are going to be on com. Again, go check them out. Um, I've been getting the groove of posting every Monday night, but that could change just because it was working all that. I've been busy, but now it's been freeing up, so we'll see. Um, Next week, I'm going to be, depending on what happens, I'll be talking about the Bills and Jets game no matter what. But I might bring in a guest 
We'll see. I haven't thought about that far. But, yeah, contactsports.com is where you can find all my work. Um, I always post that on my social media channel. So, like I said, go follow me on Twitter. Um, that's really about it. I mean, I've been I've been pushing hard to get some bands players on to join the show, but no luck there, unfortunately. I would love to have a Bills player on because if you know me, I love – sports like sport yeah. if i if i didn't like sports i'm not sure what i'd be doing with my life right now so like just talk and i've had the fortune to talk to some players just not on the podcast or my youtube channel oh you can also find my youtube channel i do a savers youtube channel it's called the blue and gold hockey network we post every week my buddy john not every week every month my buddy john and i do it talking everything about savers but yeah, um, CaptainSports.com, BFO Sports Podcast, Bill Sabres Bandits, and that's my spiel. Let's go. My man Zach covers the hockey. There's no way oh. I can do a hockey pod, man. Like, there's no way. But, man, thank you for taking the time and coming to do the show with me. I, I, I'm going to make you a promise. This is, this is again, I want to start using my platform. Like, God has blessed me to, to be a part of Buffalo Rumblings, and they, the platform that they've built has afforded me um, opportunities that I didn't think I would have. So now going forward, the way I want to do things, man, I want to start trying to make those connections. So for you, you just mentioned Bandits players and Bills players, man. Any any connections that I do have, if I can pass them on, let's link, man. I'm, I want to make sure that you can grow your platform, you can build your show the same way. And we're going to make that happen, all right? That'd be Get awesome, my work. Right, that would be amazing. That would be a dream come true for me if that happened. I'm not even kidding because no, we're gonna we're gonna make it happen. We're gonna make it happen. I worked for the Buffalo Bisons as a bad boy for a season, and that was before the pandemic. And I met like I'm not sure how much baseball you watch, but yeah, I love baseball. Okay, so you know who Boba Shed is. You know who Vladimir Guerrero yeah. is. I met those guys, and you know I I was able to be in the same locker room with them every single day. And I have an autograph, and now I'm gonna be looking back at him I get older like hey I got a autograph from some of the best baseball players in the world so that would be that'll be a dream come true if we can make that happen I appreciate it so much you have no idea how much it means to me well no we're gonna do it we're gonna figure it out we're gonna get some good connections with some people and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna put you in the right space so but we out of here y'all y'all know how I do it over here it's your boy Jay Spence the King and I represent that Buffalo Rumblings podcast and YouTube channel hey Y'all love each other. Take care of each other and live in peace. And as always, stay positive, test negative. Go Bills. Go Bills. Go Bills. Go Bills. Go Bills. Go Bills.